Praise the name of the Lord. You may be seated. God indeed has been so, so very good to all of us. And I uh, am so thankful. I, I, like most of us, none of us really deserve the blessings of God. None of us can feel like, you know, the Lord has owes us anything, and yet we are so blessed. And uh, 2023 was a lot of a lot of things happened. A lot of things took place. A lot of uh, situations, some of which I wish we could redo, and yet through all of it, God has been good. Amen. He has been so good, and I'm I am just gonna kind of wrap up uh, a year. Not I'm not gonna give you a, a, a blow by blow of what we've spent or expenses, but I, I want to wrap up the year spiritually and just kind of remind you of a few things here in, um, of course, uh, in 2023, 20, uh, we're moving to 2024. So um, we are growing apostolic legacy, amen? And um, so I don't know if any of those uh, screens will now work or not. But um, uh, welcome to, uh, oh yeah, there, beautiful. Welcome to 2024. To, to this time tomorrow uh, will be a new year. And I uh, want to wish everyone a happy, and prosperous, and healthy new year. And I am sure there will be people watching the ball drop in uh, New York City and course in just a matter of a couple of hours it will have fallen in uh, places like Australia and they'll already be in the new year and what are we going to do what are we going to have what are we going to use to stay uh, full you know to make it through 2024 I don't know what all will happen I wish I could tell you well buy this stock don't buy that stock. I mean, I would have never thought <laughs> opening into 2020 that it would be a COVID year. I, <laughs> we were out of town and I uh, uh, was able to slip into a conference that was going on. They just had the doors open. I didn't, uh, you know, I didn't need a badge. And, and it was a bunch of medical professionals and they were uh, being lectured and they were talking about um, all of the migrants and people that have come in and uh, new diseases that are now being spread in the United States, like encephalitis and uh, various mosquito-borne diseases that they've seen that now 
are viral and can be spread to other people and how to keep track and make sure, although we don't have things like West Nile and flu and some of those things now because of the people coming and they were hammering how important it was to remember all those things. And I thought, these poor doctors, now they've got to check for everything. And uh, I listened as, you know, they were <clears throat> building the case that uh, all the things that they needed to do and needed to have happen in this next year and, and just kind of listened as they went through. And, uh, I, I, you know, what are you saying? I, I'm saying that who knows what 2024, but I do know one thing, the same power that got us through 2023, 2022, 2021 is still around. He's still God. He's still on the throne. He's still powerful. Somebody sent me a picture of a ring and it had two little prongs coming off the ring. Brother Heath, and it said redneck circuit checker. <laughs> I was going to try to put the picture up there, but it, you just walk up to a socket and stick it in, and it tells you whether or not there's juice. I'm going to buy you one. You can, you can give it to your son. He's still in school for it. He, let him try it out. He's, he's, he's learning how to do this. But, uh, you know, we have electricity, and most of the time electricity won't just jump on you. You know, you got to be messing with it. We had a, a gentleman, unfortunately, in Arkansas that, saw a school bus wreck in front of him. He was driving a truck and the, the line fell off of the pole and went across the school bus and it had kids and he thought he was going to jump out and help these kids and, and when he got out that line was also laying on, a, on the road and a, it had been raining and there was a puddle and as soon as he stepped out of his truck it just blew him away and of course the doctor said that he was killed and the, the thrump started his heart when he fell, but he lost uh, both of his bottom parts of his leg and one, uh, just a horrible, horrible accident. But most of the time, the power won't jump on you like that. You can come to church and you can sit and you can kind of fold your hands and guess what? Nothing will happen. We, the people can get excited beside you. They can dance and shout and run and bite the ceiling, swing from the chandeliers, run up the walls, and you can just sit there and nothing will happen because the Lord is a gentleman. He is not going to force himself on anyone. Now, you may feel more intensely when you're in one of those kind of services. You may feel, you know, something going up and down your spine and you may feel the hair on the back of your neck feel like it's standing to attention. But again, you can't because the Bible is very clear. It said, quench not the spirit. So we have the power to shut it down. And yet, you know, <laughs> you have to be willing 
to put yourself in a position to let the Holy Ghost touch you. You have to be willing to access it. You have to be willing to worship. You have to be willing to raise your hands. You have to be willing to start praising the Lord. You know, I've had people say, well, I don't really feel anything. When's the last time you put feelings into the service? If you don't put your feelings in it, guess what? It's like electricity. It usually won't just bam. In fact, that's why the Bible had Paul tell Timothy, you've got to Why would he say, stir it up if it ought to just be there? Because the Lord is very clear. He does not want to overrun your will. Our will will be the thing. That's one of the reasons why I really wanted these young folks to come this morning was because I want them to know to start off 2024 that if you want something from God, there is a place where you can come. People will pray with you. People will pray for you. People will join around you and they will begin to pray and you will begin to feel the presence of Almighty God but you've got to be willing. Your will is powerful. In fact, Paul wrote in Romans, the seventh chapter, in the 15th verse, I'll read it in the Amplified for clarity. For I do not understand my own actions. I am buffeted and bewildered. I do not practice or accomplish what I wish. The things that I want to do, I don't seem to do. And I do the very things that I loathe, which is my moral, which my moral instinct condemns. And I'm going to tell you, in 2024, you're not going to be perfect. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to do things you wish you wouldn't have done. That's what Paul said. He said, Now, if I do habitually what is contrary to my desire, that means that I acknowledge and agree that the law is good, morally excellent, and that I take sides with it. However, it is no longer I who do the deed, but the sin principle, which is at home in me and has possession of me. For I know that nothing good dwells within me that is in my flesh. I can will what is right, but I cannot perform it. I have the intention and urge to do what is right, but I have no power to carry it out. (laughs) Let me tell you where the power comes from. That ring I was talking about plugging it in and checking the circuit every once in a while, getting yourself in the presence of God. The Holy Ghost and fire, the Holy Ghost power. You say, I don't understand what the, what the big deal is. Everybody, you know, you want us to pray through. You want us to touch the, the Lord. You want us to stay full of the Holy Ghost. Because Paul said, when I don't stay full of the power, I don't have the power to do what is right. Now, some of you are able to just buy your willpower. I'm just going to be good. 
I am not going to be mad. I am not going to be frustrated. I am not going to be depressed. I am not going to be angry. I'm just going to be good. And this is the time of year that we decide these things. I'm going to exercise for an hour and a half every day. I'm just going to be good. I'm going to quit eating Cheetos. I'm just going to be good. And we write a whole list and we really believe that we're going to do it. And then some idiot driver cuts me off on my way to buy Cheetos. I wasn't going to eat them, but now I'm mad, so I will. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Your willpower. Paul said, I have no power. He, when you read that, he sounds exasperated and frustrated, even exhausted. He was raised obeying the law and even reported according to his notion that he was blameless. I, I don't want anybody here to raise your hand because we, we know a few of you that are, but how many really could say like Paul, I am blameless? Whew. Paul did, and yet he went on to talk about this carnal, fleshly life in Romans. That, that was in the 7th chapter and the 8th chapter. And you know what he began to show? Is that the only thing that will transform me and change me is the power of the Holy Ghost. He later wrote in Hebrews, Wherefore he is able to save them to the uttermost who come to God by him, seeing he ever liveth to make intercession for them. What are you saying? That the Lord is praying for you. You want to talk about going into a prayer meeting, coming to the front. How would you like it if Jesus himself came up and anointed you? That's what he's doing. The Lord is praying. So it's not, you know, you say, well, if the church had more faith, we'd see more miracles. Let me tell you, Jesus is praying for us right now. It ain't, it ain't Jesus' fault. It's me accessing the prayer line. If I don't come and get prayed for, if I don't get in his presence, and you say, when Paul went on in Romans, the seventh chapter, he said, oh, unhappy, pitiable, wretched man that I am, who shall will release and deliver me from the shackles of this body of death, of the shackles of this body of death? Oh, thank God he will, through Jesus Christ, the anointed one, our Lord, so that indeed I of myself with the mind and heart serve the law of God, but with the flesh the law of sin. What is he saying? I have got to keep getting my mind and my emotions washed. And if 2024, whatever happens, it's going to, the enemy's job is to jerk us around emotionally, is to get us overwhelmed mentally, frustrated, depressed, anxious. It doesn't matter. He is going to do his best to attack my heart, to attack my mind, to attack my emotions. And you say, oh, I, it's going to be a great year and I don't, we're not going to have any 
any problem. Let me tell you, you're going to need a lot of working on the heart and a lot of working on the mind in order to make it in 2024. But I'm here to tell you, the Holy Ghost is able. The law of God will wash your mind and wash your emotions. Say, well, I... I want to get my flesh doing right. I, I want you to as well. But I want to tell you something. You can do everything right in the flesh and still have your mind and emotions going upside down. And then the accuser, anything that happens, you know, Paul earlier in Romans said, if while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his son, it is much more certain that now that we are reconciled, that we be saved. He's, he's writing to a church and he said, oh yes, you got the Holy Ghost. Yes, you were baptized. Yes, you repented. You were reconciled to God, but you need to stay saved. Daily delivered from sin's dominion through his resurrection life. What got Jesus up from the grave? The Holy Ghost. The only way to stay saved in 2024 is to stay full of the Holy Ghost. You can say, you know, reconciled by his death, salvation by his life. Who, who, say, who raised him? The proud, let that spirit be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. And, and you know, and this is why Paul could write in Corinthians, we are heads in or pressed on every side, troubled and oppressed in every way, but not cramped or crushed. We suffer embarrassments. We are perplexed. We are unable to find a way out, but, we, uh, but not driven to despair. We are pursued, persecuted, hard driven, but not deserted to stand alone. We are struck down to the ground, but never struck out and destroyed. Always carrying about in the body the liability and exposure to the same putting to death the Lord Jesus suffered so that the resurrection life of Jesus also may be shown forth by and in our bodies. That's exactly what the Lord wants to do. He wants to shine through us, not by my might, not by my power, but by his spirit. You say, well, I'm overwhelmed. My mind, my mind is racing. My heart, it's time to access the power. Paul told him in Galatians, he said, I've been crucified with Christ. In him I have shared his crucifixion. It is no longer I who live, but Christ the Messiah lives in me. And the life that I now live in the body, I live in faith in and by adherence to and reliance on and complete trust in the Son of God who loves me, gave himself for me. See, there it says, Christ lives in me. Now you say, well, therefore, I have to somehow access 
the guy living in here. I have to let him out of the box, if you will. As you have therefore received Christ, Jesus the Lord, so walk, regulate your lives and conduct in union with and conformity to him. Walk in union with Christ. What are you saying? This is why I, you'll hear me tell people, you know, if you're struggling with going places you shouldn't, doing things, ask the Lord. Say, Jesus, what do you think? What do you think about looking at this on my phone? Is this a good thing for He's living in you. See what he has to tell you. Don't tell him. I mean, what, what do you want? I mean, I, Jesus doesn't mind. He and I enjoy this. Really? How you've believed a lie. <laughs> you really think Jesus wants you to go there and do that? Is he living in you? Or do you put him on the shelf like the elf? I mean, 2024, I believe you're going to have to remember every day who's living with me. Jesus, you want to do this right now? (laughs) You say, well, that kind of cramps my style. Either I'm a citizen of someplace else or I just use Jesus as a religious stick that I come to on once a week, once a month, twice a month. He's not real. I want a real relationship with him. Huh? That's the only way we're going to make it in 2024 is to walk in union with him. He goes on and to the Thessalonians, he said, I, we earnestly beseech you, brethren, and admonish, warn, and seriously advise those who are out of line, the loafers, the disorderly, the unruly. Encourage the timid and faint-hearted. Help and give your support to the weak souls and be very patient with everybody, always keeping your temper. See that none of you repays another evil for evil, but always aim to show kindness and seek to do good to one another and to everybody. Be happy in your faith and rejoice and be glad-hearted continually, always. And the only way you can do that is be unceasing in prayer, praying, perseveringly, thanking God in everything, no matter what the circumstances. Be thankful and give thanks, for this is the will of God for you who are in Christ, the revealer and mediator of the will. Do not quench, suppress, or subdue the Holy Spirit. Do not spurn the gifts and utterances of the prophets. Do not depreciate prophetic revelations, nor despise inspired instruction or exhortation or warning, but test and prove all things until you recognize what is good to that hold fast, abstain from evil, shrink from it, keep aloof from it, 
and whatever form or whatever kind it may be and may the God of peace himself sanctify you through and through. Separate you from profane things. You have to run from some things. You have to avoid some things. I don't care if they make fun of you. I don't care if they say, oh, you think you're just a goody two-shoe. You, you, you cannot in, enjoy and embrace all these things that are going on in society and the world. I know, well, it's okay now. I'm, we've passed the law. We can have CBD or whatever it is. We can do this and we can do that and we can embrace it and it's on my phone and they don't care. Huh? Are we going to maintain separation in 2024? Or are we going to embrace what everybody else is embracing and doing? He goes on to say, may your spirit, soul, and body be preserved sound and complete and found blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. This may be the year. We may not make it to 2024. You know, you say, Pastor, I know. We've talked about that. We've talked about it. We've heard it. Just got a blurb on my phone the other day where, you know, now Israel's attacking in the southern part of Lebanon and Syria, killed an Iranian general that got off a plane in Beirut. They took him out. <laughs> Iran is upset. Oh, it's a tinderbox there, folks. Faithful is he who is calling you to himself and utterly trustworthy, and he will also do it. He will hallow, he will fulfill his call by hallowing and keeping you. And then his last thing is, brethren, pray for us. And I know you know this, but three times the Holy Ghost is tied to drinking. And I'm not telling you to go get drunk tonight, although I'm sure there will be a lot of people partying. But you do have to drink water. And it's also a great workout. I've seen these Stanley mugs and these people carrying them. They're about this big around, you know. And I'm thinking if I drank all of that, I would live in the bathroom. <laughs> but it is important. Sister Joyce was telling me this morning about her dad getting dehydrated. And it, 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 you're supposed to keep hydrated. I may have heard that before. Drink plenty of fluids. Well, let me tell you, the Holy Ghost was referred to as drinking. Remember all the way back Ephesians said, don't drunk, be drunk with wine, but be filled with the Holy Ghost. Luke, Jesus said, don't drink wine or strong drink, but be filled with the Holy Ghost. Acts, second chapter, they were accused of being, hitting Joel's bar. These people aren't drunk like you think, but they are full 
of the Holy Ghost. And the early church got filled more than once. Simon Peter received the Holy Ghost in chapter 2. In chapter 4, it says, Peter, filled with the Holy Ghost, begin to preach. Chapter 9, he told Saul, you need to get full of the Holy Ghost. Saul was filled with the Holy Ghost in 13 after being filled in the ninth chapter. What are you saying? I am saying you got to keep drinking this year. If there was ever a year, we're going to need to stay full of the Holy Ghost. I believe 2024 is a year to stay prayed up and have the Holy Ghost flowing through you. Say, well, I don't, you don't have to get all of that. How do you access the power? Unless you stay plugged in. Unless you stay full of the Holy Ghost. First Corinthians. Jesus said it. Paul wrote about it. He had heard it. He said, for I received from the Lord himself that which I passed on to you. It was given to me personally that the Lord Jesus on the night when he was treacherously delivered up and while his betrayal was in progress, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you. Do this to call me affectionately to remembrance. Similarly, when the supper was ended, he took the cup saying, this cup is the New Testament ratified and established in my blood. Do this as oft as you drink it to call me affectionately to remembrance. For every time you eat this bread and drink this cup, you are representing and signifying and proclaiming the fact of the Lord's death until he comes again. <clears throat> we're going to take communion today. In fact, we're going to stand. And those of you, I know, it, we're just going to have you stay right where you are for a moment because we're going to be baptizing two or three young men, but the ushers are going to come through and they're going to serve everyone here a little cup and it has a wafer on top and it has juice. And we know that we're going to pray. And yet, the Lord modeled for his disciples. His betrayal is going on. He, he knew what was happening in the meal when he said, the guy I'm going to give this to, that's the guy that's going to betray me. Then he looks at him and says, go, do what you need to do. And the disciples missed it because Judas carried the money. They didn't know. Was he going to pay for something? Was he going to buy something for the meal? Was he? They had no idea. And then they start asking questions. Is it me? Is it me? Is it me? Judas knew exactly who it was. And yet the Lord didn't 
berate him, let him go do what he wanted. And yet, what did the Lord do right before that? Took upon himself the form of a servant. And he knelt and he had washed Judas's feet. He had bent down and done what no one in authority should have had to have done. He humbled himself and washed their feet. And we know Simon Peter, you know, and his bravado said, hey, no, 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 no. He knew this was upside down, inside out, wrong way. No, no, you're not doing mine, remember? Jesus said, look, if you don't let me do that, you're going to have no part of me. And let me just tell you, (laughs) what he knew was, Simon, you're going to need to have felt this cleansing in just a few hours. Because in a few hours from now, you're going to do the unthinkable. You're going to walk out of here and you're going to let a little girl. Go ahead, start passing out these cups. Just pass them down the rows. Anybody that wants one. Have they done that already? Just pass them down the rows. Sorry. Doing the unthinkable. You're going to, you are going to do the unthinkable, Simon. You are going to actually deny who you are and that you even know me in front of a little girl. And let me tell you, not only are you going to deny it, you're going to cuss about it. You're going to get so mad that they keep pressing you, you're going to cuss them out. Now, I know none of us will do that in 2024. Probably none of us have done that in 2023. You say, well, does it count if I had it in my mind? No, I applaud you. At least you kept it there, not out of here. But We've probably all been guilty of doing, saying, wishing we could bring things back. And he said, and, and I, get, I told my wife, I said, you know, I, I don't want to do it every week, but I could, we could do this every week. I, because as, every time you eat the bread and drink the cup, you remember who died for you, what blood was shed for you. And hopefully you remember he lives in you and that I want, that's my resurrection power. I want to make sure I stay full of that power of the Holy Ghost. And I, I know, I, I know this is, <clears throat> all of our teachers are up and all of our students are up and mom, dad, you may have to help some of the younger ones. There's two tabs. You pull one back and then you have to, pull the second one back. 
Brother Tim, come ahead. We need some on the platform. Go ahead. I'll let you pass them out. Come on up here. They, they already gave them to you. Sorry. And I know we, we talked about just giving them out when you walk in the door, but I wanted you to be served. You pull the top little thin layer off and there's a wafer. Take that in one hand and then pull the back. Does everyone have one? Once one, we have, we have plenty. Before we open the juice, I want us to do one thing, and that's pray for one another. Pray for the person you're sitting next to. Pray for the family. Today, we're going to baptize a couple of young men at least. I don't know. Larry boys here. We're going to baptize Caleb and Ethan, I know. I want you to pray, and we're going to pray and ask the Lord to bless them. Pray and ask the Lord to bless every family. Pray and ask the Lord to bless us this year. Help us to stay full of the power. Why? You know, Brother Nick came and asked me, he said last year we started with the Sanzos and we had a youth revival and what do you think and then I know they do midwinter and, and why because I want to tell you something folks in the United States of America suicides are going up in our kids they're frustrated they're overwhelmed and I I know I I know we have some that are graduated and seniors and juniors and they're facing life. What am I going to do with my life? What's going to happen? And we have a society that's ready to sort of gobble them up, tell them there is no God. Let me tell you, he's living inside. He wants to live inside. If you don't have him inside, repent. Be baptized in his name. Get the Holy Ghost then stay full. It's not enough just to do it one time. Not enough just to drink once. If you only drink water once a year, if the last time you prayed through was 52, Jesus is thirsty. You're thirsty. Your heart and mind is thirsty. Say, well, how does it work? I don't know. Just how's this going to remind me of the Lord? Go ahead. Let's pray for one another. Let's pray. Lord, I love you. I thank you, Lord. I pray that you will bless each and every individual here this morning. I pray you will touch us, strengthen us, bless our church. I know we have people that are gone today still on vacation and sick. I pray you will heal. I don't know what we're going to face this year. We faced the loss of family and we faced the loss of lives. But one thing, Lord, we know we still have your presence if we will just simply access your spirit. I pray right now that you will bless each one that's here today. Bless our church. Bless our church family. I pray in the name that is above every name.
In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name.